Math is everywhere, and it's so much fun discovering the math hidden in plain sight. With your young child, you can have so much fun teaching them early math concepts just by playing in your own environment and noticing, talking about, and asking questions about the math that exists there. Thanks for listening to this episode, which is part of the Math is Everywhere series of the Unboxing Early Childhood podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kim, and today I'll be sharing with you some ideas for revealing the hidden math in your everyday lives. As I said, today's episode is about revealing the hidden math, and we'll be referring to the handout, which I will link to you in the show notes, and I'll link the website for you as well where I found the handout, so then you can explore the website on your own later and get some great resources for um, teaching math to your your young child. So as you know, young children, we refer to young children as being between the ages of birth and age eight. And believe it or not, infants, even um, babies and toddlers are capable of learning math. Although you might not recognize the things that you're doing with your child already as being math related. Well, it is because math is everywhere, as I've said before. Um, When we talk, our voices follow a cadence or a pattern of speaking, right? In different cultures, in different languages, there's a rhythm to the way that people speak. That's a pattern. If you think about our bodily processes, the blood pumping through our hearts and listening to our heartbeat, boom, 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 is a pattern. There's a natural rhythm to the way that we walk and move through life. Those can be seen as patterns. Buildings and architecture are full of patterns, as well as nature. We cannot forget the beauty of nature. Patterns are everywhere in nature. Leaves, butterfly wings, sounds of the bird songs that we hear. Math is definitely everywhere. And we can have fun teaching our kids about math um, by just noticing daily math in our lives. We talked briefly about patterns. What about the math of adding and subtracting? Where would you see that in your daily lives? Just think about it. Hmm, One thing that I used to love to do with my son is when he was younger and we were doing laundry, we would sort clothes by color. And we'd play the color sorting game. Um, When he would get in trouble, we would play the toy subtracting game and the toy addition game, meaning When he was naughty or doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing, I would subtract or take away one of his favorite toys from his room for the week. And he had to earn it back. And then we would add that toy back. Things like that. Adding and subtracting things that are going on in their daily lives. Um, You can add and subtract the peas on their plate. You have five peas there. If I give you one more pea, how many do you have now? If you eat three peas, how many do you have left? Measuring is also great fun, especially when you're doing fun things like cooking, right? 
showing them how to measure ingredients is math. And um, numbers and counting come up all the time with young children, right? This little piggy went to the market. This little piggy stayed home. You're counting their little baby toes when you play those games with them. And what about shapes and space and location? You can do a family measuring, um, height measuring project. Let's see how tall brother is. Let's see how tall sister is. Now let's compare how tall they are to mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. So there's many things that you can notice in the environment um, that are math related. And when you're noticing these things, it's always great to talk about them, of course, so you can put the math into context, right? According to the handout, um, math and talking about math helps build their math vocabulary. So make sure you're using words like weight and height and explaining them and putting them into context with the things that the children are seeing or manipulating so it can help develop their mathematical thinking, right? You can talk about the architecture and the shapes that you see on the building across the street. I see a triangle window. How many triangle windows are on that building over there? Or the headlights on the cars. That car's headlights are oval shaped. That car's headlights are circle shaped. That car's headlights are rectangular shaped, right? Talking about math and putting it into context really helps children develop their mathematical thinking. Next, we want to, while we're talking about the math that we're seeing, have um, children think about things deeply. We can help them do that by asking questions and encouraging them to think deeper, right? One of the favorite things I like to say to kids is, tell me what you're thinking, or what did you notice? or I wonder what would happen if, right? These are all questions that get children thinking more and engage more into the activity or the experience that you're having with them. And by throwing in the math vocabulary and by um, addressing new concepts that they're seeing in addition to the ones that you're already focused on can really help encourage deeper thinking with children. And then, when you're having these conversations and you're asking these questions, make sure you praise their problem-solving abilities and skills and then model great problem-solving skills too. That will help build students' confidence in their math understanding and their problem-solving skills. So you can offer praise such as, wow, that puzzle was really hard but you figured it out high five friend right and um, focus on their problem solving instead of whether or not they got the right answer the first time or they got the wrong answer don't focus on that focus on the steps the process that they're taking to figure something out that gets them in a growth mindset that gets them understanding that Okay, making a mistake is good because I'm learning something new. This puzzle piece didn't fit here. Let me try it here. I wasn't successful with figuring that out, but if I look at it a different way 
or try something different, I may figure it out and then praise that process and praise the figuring it out. So you might think of yourself, think of this as in relation to you when you're doing something or learning something new. You would rather be praised for making several attempts trying to figure it out than criticized for getting it wrong the first time around, right? So think about that. It's no different for your kids. They want to be praised for their efforts and the processes that they're going through because that's really what's most important is the process, not the end product, right? You will eventually get the right answer. What's most important is that you're learning from mistakes and you're figuring it out, right? So we've covered a lot in this episode about noticing math, talking about math, asking questions, and modeling and praising problem solving. Now I'd love to hear from you. And what are some of the things you and your students or your family and children are doing where you're noticing that math is everywhere in your lives. So please send an email to kmartin at cmccd.edu and share with me the things that you're doing, the questions you're asking, and the problem solving and talking about math that you do every day in your children's lives. And you can even send me questions that you might have if you want to know further information or I can help you with anything else about early math in early childhood. Until next time, be well, stay safe, and enjoy the beautiful day.